0: hello everybody this is gerald salenti and it's tuesday january 17th 2023 and your new trends journal is out boop your new trends journal is out no other magazine like it in the world your new trends journal is out and here's the another great cover by the brilliant anthony Frieda. biden going down when all else fails they take you to war That's right. When all else fails, they take you to war. And Biden's going down with this crap, you know, that he has all of these uh, secret files from the government that he's been hiding. And by the way, don't forget, hit that subscribe button below. You know, let people know what's going on, because we're giving you everything we can that nobody else is giving you in terms of all the trends that are interconnected. In God we trust, we've got top trends 2023. So make sure you click the subscribe button below. And by the way, you get all our exclusive interviews and trends analysis. I said it before, we're 100% independent. We answer to nobody. And uh, we're not members of the club. So please consider sharing this video so we can get the word out. And if you're not a subscriber to the Trends Journal... Uh, please go to TrendsJournal.com, TrendsJournal.com, if you want to read history before it happens. And we thank all of you that do subscribe. You know, we don't report on the, the death of Elvis Presley's daughter. You know, that's entertainment stuff. Or a football player got, got tackled and he got a heart attack. News for a week and a half. I can't even heard about Amber Heard anymore. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, just they're feeding you garbage because they don't want you to know the facts. And going back to the cover of the Trends Journal. Biden's going down, and so is the economy. And again, when all those sales they take you to war, as I've repeated over and over again. What followed the Great Depression, World War II, what followed the dot-com bust? Oh yeah, the war on terror. So this is going to go down heavy and hard, and uh, they get the people's minds off it. Remember, after the dot. When the dot com bust was busting and little Georgie Bush with a pair of cojones smaller than a mothball, an arrogant little stupid daddy's boy said, we got to get that guy Osama bin Laden dead or alive over there in Afghanistan. The 20 year war that killed hundreds of thousands of people, destroyed the place, cost us trillions that we lost. Eighty eight percent of the people swallowed his shit. So the news that's going on now now, of course there's a lot of it in the Trends Journal, is the Davos meeting. And this is the headline from the Wall Street Journal. At Davos, mood is somber as many CEOs question economy's future. They go on the world buffeted by high inflation and high interest rates that central banks have pushed through to combat inflation. And uh, again, they created this, and they don't talk about this. It was the COVID war that created this terrible situation that's destroyed the lives and livelihoods of billions of people around the planet. And all they did was they pumped in cheap money, zero and negative interest rate policies, and governments pumping in countless trillions of dollars to fight the COVID war. Yeah, stay home, don't go to work. There was never a problem of finding workers. There's problem all the time now. And it's one problem after another that never existed, the crime rates. people walk. You see it over and over again, people going to stores, robbing stuff, throwing knives at, you know, batting people over the heads as they're walking down the streets. All this is a result of the COVID war. And so they're worried that the billionaires aren't going to get richer over there. And this is what they write in the Wall Street Journal. And this is why you read the Trends Journal. The question they are raising is whether rising inflation sparked in part by Russia's invasion of Ukraine has peaked. You know what that is? Total fucking oh, shit. You got it. Not sparked by Russia's invasion, sparked by the dickheads. And I can't say the other word that puts sanctions on russia that everybody is paying for that's what drove them up oh yeah and the and the blocking of of course of which is part of the invasion of the grains and other commodities that were coming out of that area in ukraine that's true but the big number is because of what the politicians did not the Russians didn't put sanctions on themselves. Oh, and the Nobel Peace of crap prize winner. Barack Obama quoted in the book Double Down. I'm really good at killing people. Yeah, that guy. He's the one that started putting more sanctions on Russia after the United States overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych in 2014. All here, the facts in your spring edition of the Trends Journal, when it was a monthly, and now it is a weekly. And speaking of the United States, and again, there's a big article in this Trends Journal about this, and what they are doing, there's an article by, um, let me see if I can find it here, uh, Pierre de Gaulle, Charles de Gaulle's Yeah, I misplaced it. Charles de Gaulle's um, grandson. And he goes on to talk about how the United States is so irresponsible in what they're doing with Ukraine. I got it right over here. Here we go. You ready? Grandson of former French President Charles de Gaulle defends under attack Russia and slams EU. The grandson of the former President General Charles de Gaulle said the West had planned a conspiracy against Russia in advance and believes Putin is defending himself. This guy also, by the way, was a French army general. He's not like one of these little boys, like the the tough little Clintons or the the Obamas or or the Bushes or the Bidens that couldn't fight their way out of a paper bag. Oh, yeah, the draft dodger, fat mouth Biden, who beat the Vietnam War. Yeah, that every war he loved, but he wouldn't go fight. Yeah, those kind of guys. This guy's the real general. He goes on to say that um, it is extremely important for France to maintain and develop relations with mutual understanding and cooperation with Russia, primarily through historical ties, the common destinies that unite us. Europeans should not forget that only maintaining relations with Russia is a guarantee of stability and prosperity in Europe and in the world. Unfortunately, the consequences of the current crisis are reflected primarily in Europe, which he's talking about the high energy prices. Of course, the whole world suffers as a result of anti-Russian sanctions. He goes on to say that, I think the public opinion in France is beginning to understand What the evil game of the Americans is today. By using lies primarily when communicating with allies within NATO, the United States has managed to use the Ukraine crisis to destabilize Europe. The Americans, as it were, cut off Europe from Russia, set the Europeans against the Russians. Why would they do that? Because Europe, in alliance with Russia, could be a strong block both politically and economically, culturally and socially. In general, up to 500 million people live in the EU and Russia, he added. Ever since Vietnam and the economic crisis that followed, Americans have always tried by force, cunning and other dishonest means to make up for the loss of their economic and political influence, although it is inevitable. With regard to Europe, my grandfather really advocated a Europe of nations, that is, for each country to cooperate with others in the name of the European Union, economic, political, but but with a certain autonomy in politics and decision-making instead we ended up in a system dominated by a technocracy that imposes its directives on each member state the technocracy is unfortunately extremely corrupt da repeating what we've been saying on both sides Oh, does that make him anti-American or anti-European? Oh, but if you said this about the Israelis killing Palestinian people and stealing their land, you'd be an anti-Semite. What he said is totally true. And this has not been reported in the American media. But we've reported it in detail and more to it in your Trends journal. So what he's talking about also is about how the technocracy has taken control. And each week we have, Trends in Technocracy by Joe Durand at Davos. That's the big news. And what's the big news? The richest 1% of people amassed almost two thirds of new wealth created in the last two years, according to Oxfam. So the rich are getting richer, everybody else is getting poorer. And we, the people of Slavelandia, end up with nothing when you account for inflation, higher costs in food, rent, and everything else. So the rich are getting everything. That's Davos. And since 2020, the rich 1% have captured almost two-thirds of all new wealth, nearly twice as much money as the bottom 99% of the world's population. Billionaire fortunes are increasing by $2.7 billion a day. Isn't that nice? Yep. Only four cents out of every dollar of tax revenue comes from wealth taxes. And half the world's billionaires live in countries with no inheritance tax on money they give to their children. And you could thank also Donald Trump. The one thing he did, all the other bullshit he lied about, he was going to build a wall and stop... The migrants coming, He built a little bit of shit. He didn't stop anything. He was going to fix our rotted infrastructure, did nothing about that. But he did change the tax laws, of which, according to the Tax Policy Center, 62% of the benefits went to the 1%, and they lowered the taxes for the corporations and all this other stuff. So, going on to your Trends Journal, we have economic uh, updates and market overviews telling you what's going on. And the, and the banks are expecting a recession. Recession's coming down the path. And the um, the federal budget chasm is widened. What are they going to do? Ah, from dirty cash to digital trash? Coming soon. On oh, gold prices, we, we called it last fall that gold prices are bottomed. And even though they went down today, as the markets did, gold prices now are still above $1,900 an ounce. So here's the deal, plain and simple. If the Federal Reserve only raises interest rates 25 basis points in or on February 1st, the markets are going to go up. If they raise 50 basis points, you better hang on. This thing's going to go down big and heavy. What does either one mean with gold? It's all in your trends journal. And... We have again Trends in High Tech Science by Ben Davis, Trends I Views. Oh, about all the lies about COVID, the vaccines, who's dying from them, all coming out now. Things that we reported, we were right going back to 2020. Now the facts are coming out, proving it. And then when the economy fails, jobs go with it. This is our 24th week of listing all the jobs that are going down. And they're saying that things are going up, ain't going to happen. And China is what's going on in China now that they've taken off their zero COVID policy. What's going to bounce back? What isn't going to happen? Oh, spotlight on the office building bust, one of our top trends for 2023. Yep. Got a lot of it there, too. And Ukraine war update. And what else do we have? Ah, featured guest articles by Gary Null uh, and Richard Gale. Uh, Critical woke theory for dummies. Uh, Featured guest article by Dr. Joseph Mercola. Are athletes dropping dead from the COVID jab? And, and talking about interest rates and the central banksters. You ready? Central banks have declared war on We the People of the World by Gregory Manorino. So there you got it. That's just some of it. Trends in geopolitics. What's going on in Israel? What's going on? Oh, by the way, over 6,000 Tigrayans, people from Tigray in Ethiopia in the war have been killed in just a couple of years. 600,000. But what do they do with the media? Well, they show this is the, the Wall Street, the uh, New York Times, the toilet paper record dead, alive, or devastated after Russian strike on apartments. That's news. But 600,000 dead in Tigray, who cares? 377 dead in Yemen, nobody cares. And none of the toilet paper record, this CNN, Wall Street Journal, they weren't covering the Iraq war, Syria war, Libyan war, Afghan war started by the United States day after day after day and showing the mass murder of millions. No, 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 no. They didn't do it. You know why? Because they're media wars, they're prostitutes. They get paid to put out by their corporate pimps and their government whoremasters. Journalism is day. It's finished. We're giving you what nobody else is giving you in a magazine anywhere in the world. So go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. If you want to read history before it happens, because we're going through very difficult times. And remember, please hit that subscribe button, spread the word. By the way, before we close, yesterday was Martin Luther King Day. And Martin Luther King, in one of his speeches, said, World peace through nonviolent means is neither absurd nor unattainable. All other methods have failed. Thus, we must begin anew. Those of us who believe in this method can be voices of reason, sanity, and understanding amid the voices of violence, hatred, and emotion. We can very well set a mood of peace out of which a system of peace can be built. Amen and a women on that, because of course, you know, I launched Freedom, Peace, and Justice, freedompeacejustice.com, the universal church, and Occupy Peace. And I agree 100% with him that world peace through nonviolent means is neither absurd nor unattainable. All other methods have failed. Going back to Davos, they got that clown over there from Latvia shooting off his little mouth, urging Western countries to step up military support for Ukraine. We should give all necessary support to Ukraine, especially because Russia is preparing February and March offensive. He told the World Economic Forum on Sunday that other clown, Secretary Jens Stoltenberg, Stoltenberg, said he expected Western countries to boost heavy weapon deliveries to Ukraine. So they're telling Martin Luther King to go to hell. And this is the moronic statement coming from that clown Levitis in Lithuania. Quote: Only when Ukraine will have liberated the whole territory. Then then there would be peace. And we are all interested in peace, a lasting peace. That's the piece of shit coming out of his mouth. More war doesn't bring peace. Oh, and that other little boy wants more tanks too. He went to the World Economic Forum. What are they doing over there? I thought this was about business and and, and, and making money. And now it's all about war. That guy do over there in Poland. Yeah, zippity doodai. Yeah. More tanks, more weapons, more death. No peace allowed. No peace talks at the World Economic Forum. No peace in the media. You know why? Because they're all pieces of shit. So subscribe to the Trends Journal. Send money. Donations. Do what you can to help us in any way you can. Occupy peace and freedom, peace, and justice. Because we're doing all we can and we can't do it alone but it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men since Samuel Adams. And today is January 17th. Huh. January 17th, 1962. President Dwight D. Eisenhower's farewell address. He warned the American people that the military-industrial complex was robbing the nation of the genius of the scientists, the sweat of the labors, and the future of the children, that there was no military-industrial complex before the other wars, after the other wars. There shouldn't be one now. And exactly what he warned has happened. But not a peep from the prostitutes on the 62nd anniversary of President Dwight D. Eisenhower's farewell address. Five-star general, supreme commander of the Allied forces, two-term president. A real man that could fight, not like the little boys and girls that love war and couldn't fight and only send others to go die for them. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget tomorrow, six p.m. Eastern time. Salenti and the Judge, Judge Andrew Napolitano, will be speaking more about this and a lot of other more important and a lot of other important issues. See you then. From COVID war to Ukraine war to World War are you prepared for what's next these are unprecedented times what's next what's going to happen read the trends journal we have an unsurpassed track record of forecasting history before it happens subscribe to the trends journal read history before it happens from the world leader in trend forecasting